sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Out of adversity and trauma, challenges and hardship, from the streets of Kansas City, a shoe company was born. Birth from the desire to serve others and provide high quality cleats and sneakers at an affordable price, we present to you Ozell Brand. It's not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. Order now at OzellBrand.com. Hi, this is Marva Nichols, host of the Hudat Podcast on MTMV Sports Podcast Network, and I have Grambling State University's offensive lineman coach, Coach Valdez, and defensive lineman coach, Coach Delgado, with me tonight, and we'll be right back. Hello, this is Marvin Nichols, Miss GSU 1991-92. It's the coaches and the queen on the scene ready to chop it up about Gramley State University football. Coach Valdez and Coach Delgado, we are excited to have you on this week. Uh, Coach Valdez, you go first and saying hello, and then you, Coach uh, Delgado. Hello, guys. How you doing? I'm Robert Valdez, offensive line coach. Graham State University. Um, Marv, I'm glad to be a part of your podcast. You do a great job and uh, just excited to hear what we talk about. All right. Coach Delgado. Ken Delgado, uh, defensive line, Graham State University football, and uh, just excited to be here and uh, share anything I can for all the listeners. Well, listen, our fans and our alums, they are loving that Coach Hugh Jackson has given um, the position coaches the opportunity to come on and give uh, us insight about how you prepare the team and um, what your thought process is pertaining to uh, our G-Men football team. So, okay, it's the offensive line uh, uh, first. We're going to... we're going to take Coach Delgado out right now. So it's just you and I, Coach Valdez. What's going on? Uh, let's get down to these questions, all right? So what's what's been the strength of the unit 
run or pass blocking? You know, for us, um, it's, it's been a little bit of both uh, because we, we have such a young group um, and we have a group that comes to work every week. We have a lot of, we've had a lot of attrition uh, with some injuries and whatnot. And so I would like to say that the strength is the being able to, to pass protect as best we can. Um, and we've, we've been doing a lot because we have, we have a lot of things that we, we try to do offensively. Of course, I want, I want to run the ball better than we have been in the past, but um, those things come with, with just basic, you know, repetition and consistency. And, um, but one thing I will say about the guys, they're working on it. Excellent. You know what? It's, it's, people don't realize that games are won in the trenches in on the that trench. line. You know in what I'm trench. saying? So listen, yeah. uh, we were talking a little bit before uh, mm-hmm. the show started. You know, tell us how have the injuries and changes with the line been, uh, has it had a severe impact on the line's abilities and cohesiveness? Well, I think that, you know, <clears throat> the one thing about playing offensive line, it's, it's five guys that make up one whole. And so when you have, uh, you know, lineup changes and when you have, you know, guys that, you know, because the game is, 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 is really harsh up front, you know, you, you know you're going to get some guys banged up. You're going to get some injuries and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> so we've had some guys miss some time with some injuries, some guys that we really, you know, uh, counted on to play heavily for us. And But on the good side, we've had some young guys that have been thrusted into that position real early. And we've, we've played with about three freshmen. Uh, I like to call them 12.5s. Um, those guys, were in the, they were in the 12th grade last year. Um, but those guys have came in and, uh, you know, they've made some young mistakes, but they've battled. And they, they come to work every week and they um, they come to the games every week and they try as best they can to carry out the game plan. Um, and it's just you have to play the hand you've been dealt. You have to play the hand you've been dealt. And those are unfortunately some things that we've had to deal with. But, you know, come Saturday, no one is going to take it easy on you. No one is going to feel sorry for you. You have to play the game. And, you know, we've been playing the game. And, you know, we've come close. We've made some mistakes. We've had some errors in some in opportune times or whatnot. But the, the effort and the get up and the guys continue to come to work every week um, is there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of what the guys are giving us. Of course, we all want to win, and we will. We will win. Um, it's just, like I said, for us, it just takes a little bit uh, more of gelling, of just eliminating uh, mistakes in, in, at the wrong times and those things like that, and just being able to keep a positive outlook. Wow. So you had three freshmen have to – I like that, 12.5. 12.5. 12.5. You know, hats off to those freshmen stepping mm-hmm. up. Because a lot of times we just look at the receivers, running backs, and the uh, quarterback. We know that, you know, sometimes our quarterback is, you know, sacked or we look, you know, oh, man, they didn't, you know, right. protect him and things like that. But just to get insight on um, – what they're going through, what you've had to do as far as making the changes and and replacements due to injuries. Um, It it gives us a lot of knowledge and insight. And so thank you for letting us know. And again, hats off to those freshmen, G-men who have stepped up to the plate and you're working through those uh, issues um, in, in that they want to be bet the best and step up, you know, for those guys. Uh, we were talking again before we got on about Romello Watson. Tell us a little bit about him and, and how much you're missing him on that line at this well, time. We miss, we miss a lot of the guys, you know, our older veteran guys, you know, they're, they're very valuable because of game experience and experience is, is priceless. So you got a guy like Romello Watson, you got Cody 
Hornsby, you got you know, Tyler Thomas, you got those guys that, you know, from, you know, one one situation or another have had to miss sometimes because of different reasons. And um, their their experience is priceless, you know, it's invaluable. Um, you know, we, we got Chris Chernag, we, we have uh, Shamarcus Adams, who's been getting in sometimes. We, we got a young man who's a walk-on playing center right now, uh, Jeteria Spivey. Wow. So, you know, we, we, we're playing by committee. We're playing by committee. Uh, we're learning by committee. Um, and you know what? We're giving everybody we played, you know, our best. And, you know, and I think that, you know, a couple of plays here or there, you know, we could be on a four-game win streak if we just, you know, for some reason or another. But, um, you know, we rely on our, on our older guys uh, for guidance, for leadership, and for experience. And uh, like I said, the young guys, you know, have been thrusted into that situation and they just have to learn a lot faster. Um, but, you know, that's that's just that's football, though. You know, that, that that's the thing with football. There are no, no excuses. It's just you just have to be ready to play. And, and we have to get our guys ready to play, ready to adjust to the game plan and uh, the, situ- the situations and scenarios. And, you know, we have another opportunity to play home uh, this Saturday against a very good opponent. And uh, you know what? We just we just want to get after it. You know, the thing about it is we just can't wait for Saturdays. That's it. And, and you know, we've noticed a lot of the penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's so heartbreaking. You get down the field and then you're, you're pushing yourself back. Right. Um, right. Uh, and so tell us how uh, is the team preparing every week, you know, mentally and, and, and improving um, their discipline on the line or to help avoid um, having so many penalties? Well, I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, understanding how to, you know, just go about your day-to-day approach and, and be meticulous, pay meticulous attention to details. And I think that those penalties come when you are basically over-anxious. And, you know, when we got these, when you got everybody's pressing, you know, and everybody wants to win and everybody, you know, knows that the situation. And so, you know, the anxiety leads to making mistakes sometimes instead of just being able to, you know, get the, the consistency, the experience and the muscle memory and being able to mentally put yourself in those situations. And, um, you know, like I said, there's there, but there are no excuses. We have to be able to correct that. Our kids have to be able to adjust. And, you know, we, we cannot make those mistakes in, in crucial times. Um and and it, and it becomes a learning curve, so we have to be able to learn from that, you know, and be able to overcome that. But our, our guys, you know, the thing I will say about they come to work every week. They come to work every week, and they're receptive uh, to the things that we're trying to do. And you can see that they're trying to um, make sure that they eliminate those things. Wow. Yeah. And and, and you know what? I think um, they did better last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I think fam, you had us on penalties. Right. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I think they for once, uh, you know, right. we weren't in the hot seat. Uh, we had some mistakes, but um, it wasn't as bad as it had has right. been. And so we are seeing some improvements now. How? Last question: How is the offensive line responding to the different running backs and QB styles? And is it? different or are the expectations the same and and i know we have a, a mm-hmm. new cube well you know we uh julian i got him jew jew mm-hmm. is now the guy who will be leading the team from what i've you know heard from coach um and so so how how are they working with him to 
put him in a position of success and, and the other uh, offensive players? Well, to answer your first question, and, and I say this, uh, Sharks don't have rearview mirrors. So we don't know who's behind us. We, just, <laughs> we have a job to do. <laughs> Come on here. We have a job to do. So, uh, you know, whoever is put behind us, it's our job to protect them. And so Julian right now is a young guy and we must protect them because, you know, we know that other teams, you know, that this kid, you know. Uh-oh, he went out. All right, Coach is going to come back in and we'll finish with him. I'm going to add Coach Delgado, um, our – oh, here he comes back. Here he is. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to Coach Valdez. I didn't know what had happened, but we're going to finish. Go ahead. No, you're good. Okay, no, so that, it's our job to keep them clean. So the, the running backs, it's our job to open lanes. It's our job to, you know, be able to, you know, open lanes and open attacks for them and all that, um, whoever's in the backfield. Um and you know that's what we tell our guys. You know that hey man, we, we we have we are the foundation. We are the foundation. Everything else is built on top of us. And you know through attrition or whatnot or whatever it may be, um, is our job to keep the quarterback clean. It's our job to open up lanes for the running backs. And um, like I said, and it comes and it comes. And you know we so we see different defenses, different looks, different schemes and whatnot. And I think that the more and more we play, the more experience you get, and the more consistency and the more confidence you build. And um, so, like I said, I'm excited uh, for this week because all corners are going to present something different, some different things. Um, and I just want to see a carryover. I want to see a carryover. Uh, you know, because like I said. Other than our first couple of games, you know, there hasn't been anybody who just come out and just punched us in the mouth or stumped us. We, we've been able to have uh, some consistency. We just we got to eliminate the hits on the quarterback, and we just got to, you know, be able to make some lanes for the run game. Awesome. You know what? That is so important. And guess what? We're going to be looking for those improvements, and we're going to be looking for more disciplined O-line in mm -hmm. this game because we're getting closer to the end of the season. Now yeah, – Coach, you stand by because we got to wrap up our show, but I'm going to bring on our next coach, uh, Coach Delgado. <laughs> Good evening, Coach. How are you today? Doing fine, thank you. All right, now we got to keep that phone still. Are you ready for me? <laughs> yeah, I just plugged it in. Coach Delgado this evening has been um, one of my most challenging um, uh, guests, but he's gonna he's gonna work through it. So, Coach, let me know when you're ready. Looks like he's stuck. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Excellent. So, Coach Delgado, um, who's been your best past? Rusher thus far. Well, I think I think uh, we've we've been getting really good uh, rush out of uh, um, Sonny Anderson and Brian Powell. I wouldn't. I'd be I'd be uh, reluctant to say which one is the best. Although I think those two guys pose the biggest threats, especially with edge rush. And and you see, you feel the presence. You see the presence every game. They the, the toughest part is getting teams in in passing situations where, where we can rush um, and so but I think those two guys have the ability and they've shown uh, the ability to make big plays and you know throughout the season oh wow yeah we, we've been seeing some great 
defense. Um, we held FAMU to 20 points. And, I, and we, we see the improvement even with our uh, defensive, you know, our defensive line. And uh, hats off to you, G-men, that, that are the defensive linemen. And, and we want to also know what's the strength of this unit, uh, rushing the passer, stopping the run, etc. Tell us, give us insight on that. Well, unlike Coach Valdez, within the defensive line, we do have we do have some some uh, experience with some upperclassmen. The uh, the situation is different with us in the sense that uh, the defensive scheme that these gentlemen were recruited for and, and executed in past seasons is much different than the scheme that we're that we're working now. And so, as a matter of fact, you know, players like Brian Powell they were they were considered to be outside linebackers, and now they're in a 4-3 defense, which has them as defensive ends. And so there's been there's been some uh, transition in terms of trying to get uh, those players plugged into our, our current scheme right now. And you still got me? Yeah, I still got you. Oh, okay. Keep going. Okay. I was just, then, giving, you the, I was just giving you the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, within our defensive tackles uh, situation, they basically only played with one true defensive tackle last year, and that was a nose tackle because they were what they call a 3-4 defense where they played three defensive linemen. And so the personnel is a little bit it's a little bit of a, out of place in terms of what these players have had to do. So the transition has been tough. We've had to have um, nose tackles play interior positions and had to move ourselves around. But, but they, 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 do have, they do have the capabilities and the qualities of defensive linemen. It's just in a new scheme. From, from last year, it's been, it's been a, a, you know, the, the challenge has been the transition from going from one type of defense to the one that we're in now. Wow. Okay. So tell us, with that being said, tell us how many players do you have in your regular rotation? I like to, you know, one thing with the defensive line, and you can see this amongst, you know, if you watch a lot of football, is that there has to be, it almost, and I know Coach Valdez is in the room, but it takes almost twice as much energy to play defense as it does offense. And the reason why is because defense, to play defense, you have to be reactionary. So that we have to react to what the offense is doing, and then we have to pursue, and, and whether it's rush the passer, chase or tackle the running back. And so it's, it's a different type of, it's more of a reactionary type of position to play defense. And so there's, there, there has to be a tremendous amount of effort. And so when you can have as many guys as you can play in the game, then that, that Uh-oh. I think we lost him. Come on back. It allows us to maintain a high level of energy. So we try to play as many guys as we can. For, for the most part, if I, if I have – two sets of defensive line they can play, which would be like eight men playing a two-man rotation in each position, then that's ideal. Oh, wow. That's great insight. I never knew that, right? So you've enlightened me a great deal, and I'm sure some of our listeners or some of our viewers. Now, Coach, um, what is your philosophy on building a great defensive line? Well, I think I think the one, the one thing that's important is that, you know, you can be very talented, an individual, be it very talented in terms of being athletic, but the, the the cornerstone of becoming a good defensive lineman is you have to be physically and mentally tough. And so it's not, you know, oftentimes you have to have the mindset where, you know, a defensive lineman gives up size and and sometimes strength to offensive linemen. And you will be facing offensive linemen that are 340, 330, 320 pounds, 
and we may be in the 280, 290. So you're, you have to be, you have to be, you have to understand that a part of your existence is that you're going to have to defeat a man who may be bigger or stronger than you. And you use that with athleticism, you use that, you use technique, uh, quickness, speed, but you also have to have a mindset that when you look at the guy across, he's probably bigger than you, and you have to have the idea that, that it doesn't matter. You're going to defeat him with regardless of his size. And if you can tell, I mean, up in time, even looking at that, every team that we've played, we've, had, we've played against defensive tackles that are 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, and so you have to have a particular mindset to really play defensive line. Wow. Yeah, I've seen some big guys on those lines, like you said. Um, one more question for you. Um, what good things have you seen the defensive uh, line and defensive players uh, done? How, what have they done this year that were beyond your expectations, in spite of us, you know, not being as successful as we wanted to be? Well, I think I think the thing that that I'm really kind of really proud about is that. You know, it's tough, to, it's tough to go through the kind of season that we're going through right now. And so to have the idea, you know, there's an old adage, fall down six or fall down six times, you get up seven. And then fall down eight times, you get up nine. And so the, our, our, ability to bounce, our ability to bounce back every week and fight and play hard. And so that may, that, that may get lost, you know, if you're not having the success at the end of the game at the scoreboard. But when our guys show up on Saturday and, and the ball's kicked off, they are ready to play. And so and you can tell, if you watch enough football, you can tell teams that have thrown in the towel. Our guys have not. They come out and they fight every day. And you can tell that we're in the game. We're now in the game to the very end. And so if we just keep going on, on the same track that we're going, the way we're trending, good things are going to happen for us. Yeah, I, I always said um, that this group of G-men, they have BBP bounce back power. And it's like week they come out it's like it's the beginning of you know like a new season so g-man keep fighting keep coming out tough and hard and um it's going to be okay and we're we're here with you we're fighting for you uh we're rooting for you and we're going to be in the hole on saturday those who uh, are making that trip. I'm still in Chicago. I have one more week. I'm going to be coming home very, very soon. I cannot wait. Um, it's nothing like that feeling in the hole. Now, listen, I need you all, both of you, you both of you, first coach out is tell us, you know, the recruiting season will be coming up. Um, what, what are you looking for? Uh, are you recruiting heavily right now? Um, or not heavily, but what are you looking for in offensive linemen uh, in the near future? You are unmute. You need to unmute. That's okay. And Coach Delgado, can you mute right quick? <laughs> yeah, we have to. You can you hear me now? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're looking. We, we know this conference is uh, something that. Uh, we have size, so therefore we need we we need we need size. You know, we're looking for guys with size and girth, uh, but they have to be at. Um, we have to see explosiveness. We have to see lower body explosiveness. We have to be able to see guys who can bend. Um, and we t we always talk about guys who can play long with their arms. You know, so uh, oftentimes being able to look at that. Um, you know, you, you have to look beyond a highlight film. You know, you got to be able to see a couple of things because highlight films are just 12, maybe 15 good plays.
Um, so definitely, you know, we, we, we have to be able to get some size. We have to be able to get some girth um, because we have to lean on people and we have to wear them down, you know. And, and like I said, it, Coach Delgado, is, 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 it's true um, because defensive linemen do require a lot more, you know, than offensive linemen. But if you can lean on them, if you have size, you can lean on them and you lean on them for four quarters. Uh, and by that fourth quarter, you know, that, that speed is neutralized because that speed, it gets a little worn down, it gets yeah. a little tired and whatnot. So definitely, you know, we're looking, you know, we're looking for some guys with some size that can move because we we still do a lot of pro concepts and we do a lot of pulling and we do a lot of movement. Uh, so they have to be able to move and they have to be able to have some good size. Excellent. Coach Delgado, what are you looking for in defensive linemen in the future? It's kind of a double-edged sword in the fact that I do have some some experience, but they're upperclassmen, so we'll be losing some solid players for us. So, you know, we, recruiting is a double-edged sword. We want to be able to recruit youth for the future, but for most fans, the future is, is the next game. And so we also have to recruit some, maybe from the junior college ranks, some guys that are kind of ready-made, ready to play, but we also have to recruit for the future as far as young players that we can develop. So that's going to be a delicate balance, and in recruiting, we're going to, we're always trying to find the best player. But we do realize that we have to recruit for the now and for the future, and so that's that's going to be decisions made and measured by Coach Jackson in our recruiting plan. Well, I have faith in all of you all, and that you will recruit what we need. Right? Um, okay, so we're going to wrap up the show. Um, we we do the grid challenge. So right now, it's five to one. Coach is the only one that puts sugar on his grits. Now, Coach Delgado, tell us, do you, um, are you sugar or are you salt and pepper? I got you. I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? I said, now, do you, do you eat sugar on your grits or do you put salt and pepper on your grits? So I didn't, uh, I didn't really grow up eating grits uh, per se. And so I don't know where that puts me in the category. But yeah, I grew up eating like with Valdez. I, I eat pretty papas. Papas are potatoes. Okay. But, but I, I, I would prefer, I prefer salt and pepper. I'm like, I like flavor versus sweet. I like, you know, salt versus, versus sweet. Okay. 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 I know S and P. Come on, Coach Valdez. Well, I'm Dominican, so I grew up eating plantains. So <laughs> <laughs> I think so, we got our league with you two. <laughs> but no, but I mean, uh, and then I moved to New Orleans, so therefore we put Tony's seasonal on everything. So, um, so me, I, I like some butter and some Tony's seasonal on my grits. Uh, I'm a little bit of a Cajun slash Dominican. I need flavor and and all that in the morning. So yeah, we. Me and Coach Delgado kind of don't fit the uh, paradox. Yeah, y'all, y'all, you all are not even over here. Oh, <laughs> y'all just you're neutral. I don't. I'm not gonna even take your vote. What? What you say? What you Coach, say? You me? I said. I said. Say, like, our last names are both uh, Spanish. <laughs> Valdez and Delgado are both Spanish. 
Locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. 